I try and think about what cars I'd want for 15 grand. There's like two. Maybe three. I can think one right off the bat. See, you can maybe think of like that? a car you can get for 10 grand, but it's got that it's got that drift tax on it. Yeah. That's the problem is that 15 grand opens up any car. Well, then why don't we say 15 to 20 to kind of narrow it down a little bit and make it the way oh, that then just makes the whole pot so much more full. Yeah, I'd have no, to go re redo that, my list. That throws a wrench oh. in the whole thing. I mean, because for fifteen grand, you could buy like a, a a shitty, like classic car. You know what I mean? Or else you could buy. I mean, oh, where are you gonna go with that? It, do you have what about your other car what about nine nine six by any chance? No, because I don't think you can get one for fifteen. What about you get buying a, a car? And then with enough money to like do whatever you want to it. Yeah, I mean, like I can get a Toyota pickup, you know, maybe like like a nice, maybe not like a newer Tacoma, but like I don't know, like early two thousand Tacoma, mm -hmm. and then spend the rest on like making it ready to get dirty. True. Nasty. But then you're opening <laughs> up a whole another can of worms. That's like for fifteen grand, I just buy a freaking Civic and make five hundred horsepower. Hey man, if that'll help, I say go for it. I've got my list. All right, I got a list. It's not as many as you yeah. have, but it's a list. It's fine. It's fine. Um, hey man, I believe in you. Okay, so let's record. Oh, he's hitting record. Now yeah. he's recording. No, I, I, I pulled okay. it. I pulled a fast one on you guys, and I had already done it. So um, we are recording, uh, uh -huh. and have been for I don't know a couple minutes, but um. All right, so we're gonna do the uh, what do you get for fifteen grand? Uh, and this time we have our other intern, Jesse, the guy drinking a beer and putting it down. <laughs> hey, um, this is Jesse out of Jacksonville, Florida, skilled in the ways of videos and whatnot. Um, and then if you guys saw the last one for ten grand, uh, then you met Hunter uh, with the red headphones, and then freaking Mike with the Georgia hat. Um, all right, so if you had just you know a backpack full of fifteen grand, what would you buy? Who wants to go first? And you, Jesse, go. All yes. right, all right, straight out the back. Chrysler three hundred SRT eight. Ooh, four wow. doors V eight. Yeah, I didn't even think yeah. About that. Hemi Hemi V eight, four hundred twenty five <laughs> horsepower. And you can put the kids in the back. Listen, I, I like it. That big body, that big body, just like I don't know, man. You just like you own the road. This is your road. Yeah. And if anybody's coming to step up, like you can back it up. No, yeah, I get it. You got all your bros yeah. in there with dark sunglasses, roll down the windows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I just like it. murder it out. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't driven one of those, but we had the. Um, Trackhawk earlier this year, and it has definitely that same vibe of just total badassery. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you could get one for fifteen grand, can you get one for fifteen? Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, can't you? yeah. I screenshotted one because it was a little edgy. <laughs> All right, well then, it was a little edgy. You know, Let's if see. you're gonna go with that, I'm gonna go ahead and pull like a change up and go with the yellow. Charger SRT8. It's got to okay. be yellow. Yeah, I love them. I love them, but I just 
I, I'm a save the manuals guy. And the fact that they refused to offer a manual transmission in those cars kills it for me. Okay, so like if take the Hellcat for example. Alright? The Hellcat Charger looks a hell of a lot better than a Hellcat Challenger. But I go with the Challenger every day just because I could get it in a six speed. I'm with you. hundred percent. Just yeah. for that simple like, fact. I it's have so a little girl. I need drive. the Charger, but I would stick her in the back of the damn Challenger so I could get <laughs> yeah. the six speed. It's out of the year. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, put the same transmission you nah, put in the yeah, damn I, Challenger. Somebody told me, and I wasn't listening, but they told me why. There was a reason. <laughs> Why they're not putting it in the four doors, but I can't remember. Something along the lines uh, of it's so badass it'll tear that shit up. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, gonna say either either they're thinking about cost or the demographic of people who are buying four door uh, sports cars aren't the kind of people that deal with stick shift. I don't know, but I would. That would be the ultimate. But all right. Um. Okay. So, Mike. Your first fifteen thousand dollar car. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, E46 M3. Ah, that was one of mine. A <laughs> uh, great iconic car. Uh, you can get them. Uh, you can get them kind of ragged out and beat up for about fifteen thousand uh, dollars. But I think that's one of those cars that's gonna always be respected and appreciated and be a really really fun car to kind of always drive. And it's one of the few BMWs that you can actually put a lot of mileage on without them, you know. Uh, stealing your wallet in the process. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the first like, aside from the older ones, I think it's the first like, timeless BMW. Like, like the E36, it's like the E36. But you like you see an E46, and sometimes I have a Beautiful hard time car. mistaking them for like the new ones. You know, yeah. Yeah. like it's yeah. the first like, no matter what year it is, it it's just classic modern BMW to me. Like you, yeah. you have the old, like more squared off lines, like the '80s ones and whatever. But like the E46 is just screams like classic BMW as far as See, you know weird. post post '90s. I'm yeah. more of a I can appreciate the the older. See, yeah, boxy I'm polar opposite. I love them. I just appreciate them in a different different way. Like I did not like, like an E46 until maybe the last year or two. You know, like, I've always been kind of, I don't know, I hadn't really cared too much. And now, all of a sudden, I'm starting to see what I didn't see before. Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know, I guess as the douchebags sold them off, they start to get more, <laughs> you know, yeah. more appealing to me. But, yeah, no, I'm, like, total opposite. I th But, see, like, when I was a kid, it was the E30 and the E36, and then the 46, and I was like, uh, it got too kind of, like, big to me. But now that yeah. I'm looking back, I'm like, man, that is kind of like the perfect all-arounder. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, so whatever. E46. I knew it was going to make it on there. I just didn't know who was going to say it first. Um, yeah. All right, Hunter, what's your first one? All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw you off a little bit. I'm going to go with the Ford Lightning. I Ooh. love it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Exactly. I'm gonna work on the list, like, this list than I did. Car cards for fifteen grand, and then as I was sitting, I saw a red Ford Lightning pass right yep. by in front it's of my. It's gotta be red. It's gotta be red. <laughs> Listen, was, wait, now red. didn't they make like a Smurf blue? I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm one. pretty sure they did. 
There wasn't a lot of colors offered for them. I think I've, I I've seen a black, white, and a red, but I'm pretty sure that they made a blue one. They did like a charcoal gray, too. But... Did they? I yeah. haven't seen that. But, like, at first, like... Yeah. At this point, they're either stored away and super nice or ragged oh, out and like in the countryside, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because I pass by them all the time, but they look, they're like terrible. And then I went to, uh, we have a car show around, I don't know if it like travels or whatever, but we have World of Wheels here in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. And there was a line of them. I guess there's like a club somewhere. And they were mint. And I was like, you know they're what? They're hogging this them is... all. They're hogging <laughs> them all, dude. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous vehicle. That's why you don't see them anymore. Dude, yeah. And that's an investment and a half. Those things are going to bring some money. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Every time I see one, I immediately think the first Fast and Furious, yeah. those big ass box truck. Yeah. Yes. Right yeah. in front of the speed shop. Well yes. done. All right. What's the second one, Jesse? <clears throat> second one. I'm gonna. I'll keep it going. Uh, keep it going. Caliber SRT4. Caliber yeah. SRT4. Yeah, I know, but listen, hear me out. Okay. Caliber SRT4. Uh, first of all, it's a wagon. I don't know if it's like something recent, but I'm slowly getting a heart for these wagons. Um, and I've got I a buddy know, who's like, out with it. It's kind of a wagon. It's wagon enough for me. Okay. All right. It's so, wagon enough for me. Okay. It's like a crossover-ish wagon. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a chubby. I don't know what you'd call it. I appreciate like, it. I don't know that I would want to, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm about it. I'm about it. I've always, I don't know, I've always thought it'd be really cool to, like, I don't know, drift around your your child's pickup circle. Well, you can't well, drift around. But, like, coming yeah. hot. No, they're not. No. Yeah. Let's slide around. Yeah, no, like, when they first came out, I was into them. I thought they were kind yeah. of cool as crap. But they they were kind of a victim of the whole like economy gas price hike and all that because they kind of got short lived and then they got the axe and I mean every once in a while around where I live you'll see one that you know the guy's a tech at some shop or something like that yeah. and he comes ripping by and blowing off and it sounds freaking cool and it looks freaking cool yeah. we featured yeah. a couple of them like I mean they're cool they're cool yeah. wild cards are they fifteen grand. Yeah, and I also took a screenshot of that one. I mean, it seems like you could get them for like seven. I was about day. to say it. So it yeah. sounds like an eight thousand dollar car to me. Yeah, but that's all right. That'll give you money. That's okay. It's cool. under fifteen. Yeah, it's yeah. probably fifteen with I'll two miles with on it. I'll play with it a little bit. All right. I mean, I. Uh, it's got the same vibe as the SRT. It's just kind of like renegade yeah. style. I think hey, Dodge does a good job across the line of like making their bodies extremely intimidating like you mm -hmm. have that and and this is a stretch but the dodge nitro do you remember that huge front end uh -huh. like totally uh -huh. unnecessary huge front end on the nitro it it definitely didn't make sense to have it on there but like it looked more intimidating you know than, than something else that should be more intimidating yeah yeah oh, i don't know about it and they had like SRT those flares or something to play with though yeah yeah, those yeah. slightly obnoxious, but like, it, they have this big "why the fuck not," you know? No, yeah, I dig it. All right, I guess uh, you know, uh, 
$15,000 car, I would have to say the Fiesta because that's what I did. Um, if you're going to go for something newer, uh, because the Fiesta is like so, uh, you, you can buy them brand new for freaking like 19 grand. Um, you literally can't beat it. And so if you pick you one up. You have to throw the ST in there, though. <laughs> yeah, did I not say Fiesta ST? You said no. Fiesta. There's a difference. There, yeah, no. Okay. Fiesta <laughs> ST. The, the, Fiesta, the Fiesta, no, the Fiesta ST, all day. Because um, you can buy them, you know, for, I mean, literally, the Fiesta, there is no better bang for the buck as far as a fairly new car. Um, nothing that's going to respond as wildly to mods for the buck. And you can, for 15 grand, I mean, you could get one with probably 15,000 miles. So you've got a car that is virtually brand new. That is fun as hell, and I've been through the mod path on that car, and I know that it just gets better and better and better. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of support on it, and that support's not going anywhere, yeah. regardless of. I mean, I'm sure how... one of y'all are going to say the FRS at some point, and that's a good car that's for 15 there. grand, but the Fiesta ST will eat its damn lunch, stock for stock. And then when you start throwing yeah. mods, I do like. I just had an 8.6 as a press car, and I, this is the yeah. third, this is the third one I've had. The first two, I was like, I freaking love this. It's the best car in the whole freaking world. And then I bought a Fiesta, and then I got another 8.6 press car, and I was like, this thing, I legitimately think it might have been out of time, like broken. He called I, me. He I was called like, me. This, like, Mike, I think this car is broken because not, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it literally, third third gear it gets fun. Third and fourth is a sweet spot on the, on the 8.6, but like the one that I just had, first and second were abysmally slow not not like okay well you know it is what no it's like there, this car there's something wrong with it maybe that's just because i got a badass fiesta st and it was making it feel yeah. anyway the point is y'all are sleeping on the fiesta you know for 15 grand <laughs> you're gonna have it for a long time and uh i mean like it's probably the newest cheapest car that you yeah, can yeah. get in tune so anyway yeah it's probably whatever. the newest one on this list yeah, I would think. And that's like an FRS or something. And an FRS, to be fair, I've got enough parts, money and parts on the Fiesta to where you could have easily thrown a turbo or a supercharger on the 8.6 and then it'd be a different story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. most people are not going to do that. You're going to, you know, mod it from paycheck to paycheck and the Fiesta is going to give you a ton more bang for the buck. Basically, yeah, yeah you're trading rear wheel drive for 100 horsepower. And. The A6 can't break the tires loose, so it doesn't matter if it's rear wheel drive. Can I segue this into the FRS? Cause yeah, that was yeah, on go for it. Yeah. Listen, okay, I'm a Toyota guy. And so, obviously, like, A6 on the lineup, mm -hmm. super underdog when it came out. Mm -hmm. And so that idea to kind of bring that balance back, yeah, I know the FRS doesn't have the power that, mm -hmm. you know, cars right next to it are putting out, but mm -hmm. the whole thing wasn't about you know, let's get the fastest thing out there. It was all about balance from the beginning. When the original A86 came out, it was all about balance. It wasn't about being as fast or flashy as the MR2 or the Celica Supra. It was, I'm going to, we're going to do this. This is us, and we're comfortable with where we're at. And look how far the A86 has gone around. It's, I mean, it, you, you can argue that the A86 built, you know, drifting to what it is today. So that whole idea is being rebirthed into what we're seeing today with the F. No, I, well, yeah. now the, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, 
I, even though I get frustrated with its lack of power, it is a yeah. fun car to drive. It is on yeah. my ten thousand dollar list. Meaning, when it gets down to ten or eight grand, I'll probably have one. Uh, at yeah. fifteen grand, I get the Fiesta. Uh, personally, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, you know, like I said, there's part of me that loves it. I just a new eight six is the price of a new Mustang GT. There's yeah. a right yeah. and wrong answer, and yeah. I feel bad because there's people that want an 8.6 and they should be able to buy one without feeling like they made the wrong choice and right yeah. now the 8.6 is a $23,000 car max with a $27,000 price tag no matter how you fuck you slice it it is either yeah. too expensive or too underpowered they gotta fix yeah. one and I get it like I, you know you take a Fiesta ST for example and it is the same car essentially as a Fiesta so they've made a yeah. bajillion of them all across the world, you know, and so it drives the price down. Like you buy an 8.6 and like the headlights are only on an 8.6. The bodies are <coughs> only on an 8.6. This is totally unique. Yeah. Unlimited, drives, yeah. Yeah, it drives the price yeah. up. Yeah. That's why That's why it is the same price as a Mustang GT because there's a billion Mustangs out there from four-cylinder to six-cylinder to, you know, GTs. But at the end of the day, if you bought the 8.6 – yeah, if you're buying the 8.6, you're not really looking at the price. You can't like, justify it. you got to be like, it. it's got to be somebody like you that's like, look, I'm a Toyota guy. I freaking love it. Yeah. I love it in this yeah. gray color. I'm going to have it for 20 years. I don't care yeah. if I'm upside down for seven yeah. of those years. That's okay with me, you know, because I'm going to have, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Like, y'all, yeah. if you're looking at, at FRSs, pay attention. Like, these cars are only three years old and you can't find them at Toyota dealerships because they are depreciating so fast that they're going to the, the corner will lot. Take them. They can't, you know, like how do you sell a $27,000 new one? If the three-year-old one's sitting on the lot for 14, like you got problems. So yeah, they end up having Resale to sell values in the toilet. For you got to sell them at auction. Bad. You got to sell them at the corner dealership. And now that gives it a stigma, you know? And yeah. so, like I said, man, we're probably three out of the four of us will own one except for Mike, you know, at some point, <laughs> but, but, um, I would own one. Just We're all going to own one. It's going to be, I have a Miata, right? And <laughs> yeah, so you're guaranteed that, that naturally aspirated four cylinder slow car. I appreciate <laughs> the Miata because it's, it's Japan's take on a British roadster, right? I think we can all, we can all agree on that. That's what the Miata was intended for. Okay, and I think the 8.6 is Toyota's modern version of that. So it, it's a momentum car. It's something you can yeah. rip in and out of corners on. You might not be spooling up, you know, 23 yeah. PSI or anything. And but you're, you're having a blast on a canyon run, you know? I do think that And it's something that people who are enthusiasts of that car will never get over. Like somebody who owns an everybody that I know that owns an eight six swears by an eight six. Yeah. You know? It's something that like once you have it and once you've already done the deed and spent the money, you love it. Yeah. It's just yeah. that price tag that that you have you have to get over. And even at that point, I mean, why would you even buy a brand new one? I mean honestly yeah. the first gens yeah. look better anyway and you can pick one up for eleven grand with freaking thirty thousand miles on it. I know. Like yeah. And, I, and, yeah, and in think, 20 years, you're going to feel special with that Scion badge 
for the limited yeah. run that it came out. It'll be a, it'll be a nice little lich. You're, I would tell her she's going to start looking yeah. at that. Hey man, oh shit, he's got the Scion badge. Kids, let's let's gather around. Let me tell you about Scion that ran for so many there. years. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and I do think that there's going to be a kind of return to the two to three hundred horsepower cars because cars are getting so idiotically insanely fast um yeah, yeah. take mike's mustang for example you know what i mean it's just stupid fast that i think it, they're getting exponentially faster than the speed limits allow you know so i think there's going to be kind, oh, yeah. of, kind of a return to people going you know what that's too much now like when 600 horsepower becomes the norm like it becomes okay to like let's step back as a real enthusiast and buy like a an frs or a miata or a fiesta or something like that but yeah. um i Things don't know i think people will come so back. great the problem is come back. new for new come on i mean toyota's got to give us something right like i yeah, want yeah. i want a new 86 but i you, and not yeah. only that it's hard to justify you go in there and the ford dealership is like Tell you what, buddy, you buy this Mustang today, we'll give you 0%, we'll give you a seven-year <laughs> loan, whereas Toyota's like, we'll take like $600 off, but see, our, our margin on these cars isn't that high. It's like, see, seriously? Like, you guys are killing yeah. me here. So, I don't know. I would just, I'm okay with it if they would at least give us a turbocharged option. I mean, well, stick, a, yeah, stick a focus as stick a KO3 on there. I mean, it doesn't have to make any more than 200, 250, yeah. and I would be happy. Yes. And I know many people who would be happy to pay that $27,000 price tag. And I would be just as okay with a naturally aspirated option, too, because yeah. there's people who want that, that, that momentum. They want that feeling of just having a great handling car yeah, that they can just on. rip gear to gear and not go over 50 miles an hour, you know? But <laughs> I would appreciate just yeah, a, a turbocharged option. Me and Mike were just talking about, we, I don't know why we got so deep on this FRS 86 thing, but like, dude, the car was geared at like people, you know, like Hunter and Jesse, y'all's age, you know? Like you get to that yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna do this right. I'm going to buy myself a new car. It's going to be a sports yeah. car. I'm going to pay it off. I'll pay on it. I'll pay on my student loans. Like, I'm going to get my life started. Three years yeah. later, you're 10 grand upside down in the damn car. You know, you go back to Toyota, you bought it from, and they're like, oh, well, your like, trade-in nope, nope, is in the... somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, your trade-in's in the four digits, you know, and you're just like, oh, my God, you've wrecked the next 10 years of my life for buying yeah. this new, like... That's a problem. That's a yeah. problem for Toyota that they're... I mean, Toyota's whole thing is like, let's get these guys when they're young. Let's get them to buy a couple Toyotas. Let's move them into the Lexus, you know, and stuff like that. Like, But the first one you buy bites you in the ass, you know? Like, I, you don't want to touch it. It makes yeah. you sour on the brand. And not only does it make you sour on the brand, it makes you sour on all new cars. You become one of them assholes that's like, nah, I never buy a new car. Ever. Drive it off the lot and you lose, you know? Like, you become <laughs> that guy. Um... So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think we all agree that we love the FRS. Um, for me, it's like a twelve to $8,000 car. That's when I'm going to be like, oh, dang, yeah. I really want one now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Whatever. That was like 
but, but it gets cheap enough to where I can throw a turbo on it and blow it up and not care is is the yeah. price range yeah. that I needed to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, Because then, you, yeah, when you That's get to the I point to where you're like, well, when I, if I blow it up, I can put an LS in it. You know, when yeah, it gets, exactly. or a 2J or whatever. And when it gets that cheap, it's on. Yeah. Then everybody's going to have one and we're going to hate them because everybody's going to have one. Probably. Yeah, but all the guys who buy them don't want to let go of them. That's true. Yeah. It seems like everybody has them now anyways. I see those things everywhere. I know. When, when did that happen? Because, like, I, I swear, like, I didn't know they made that many in 2013, 14, whatever it is, because now they're everywhere. It's kind of yeah, like Two years ago, I got hooked up with a club here in Jacksonville, and they invite me all the time to track events all the time, and now now I, I fucking see them anywhere. My, I mean, it does help them my best bud has a really really nice FRS which I'll I'll share a little bit later on but yeah I, I get pretty deep in those cool alright I think we're on mic now yeah we're on mic <laughs> uh, okay well Willie, you talked a lot about that Fiesta so I'm going to talk about the car that you're going to trade it in for the uh, Camaro SS <laughs> I knew it was coming I see <laughs> uh, uh, now tell me Tell me everything about why the Camaro SS is awesome and why you're going to get rid of that little skittle to get one of these things. Well, first of all, I don't <laughs> that think... little skittle. <laughs> it's like you've never heard of a car being referred to as a skittle. Um, I'm glad you got a kick out of it. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I don't think you can buy an SS for 15 grand, and I don't think that because I've been looking... I mean, you can find one from Jose's Corner Lot or whatever for fifteen grand, maybe whoa, whoa. with some sort of. <laughs> no offense, Jesse. That's but my friend, some, dude. That's my some buddy. Some sort of, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can find them. You can find them, but they usually have a kit that's kind of half fallen off, and the interior is a little scuzzy. But whatever, you you can find it, so it's fair enough. And I mean, you want me to justify your choice? It's totally freaking badass. I mean, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, Stars America. and bars. Stars and bars. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, yeah. The Camaro is totally bitching. The fifth gen, I think, is one of those cars that a lot of us tuners kind of didn't really give a whole lot of acknowledgement to until all of a sudden now it gets a little bit older. And we're like, dude, those things are freaking badass. Like, they you know, have the what? The, the LS3 motor, right? Yeah, They're making over 400 horsepower. It's a monster of a, of a car, man. Yeah, they got the LS3 in them, which is, you know, an awesome LS. It's already yeah. in there. It's going to run. You can't see out of it. That's actually pretty cool. That's not a car. like a little. <laughs> yeah, they, like, I think it's it's already an icon. I, I mean, as much better as this Gen 6 is, and everybody knows it, like, that yeah. Gen 5 is just freaking cool, man. Um so yeah, if you could get one for fifteen grand without a hundred and forty thousand miles on it, you know, like I'd I'd jump. Well, I'm probably going to. Listen, yeah. Dude, I'm on Craigslist right now. Here's one of. here's one for ten grand with uh under a hundred thousand oh, miles. Oh see yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're looking at Craigslist. See, I hadn't yeah. I hadn't gone that far yet. I've just been looking at like the Chevy dealers trying to get these cars. Oh, they're they're you get the dealership markup. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Them certified yeah. pre-owned, so I can void that warranty. Oh, yeah, I never, well. I never thought about a Camaro until I saw the new One LE. Yeah. Like I saw the I saw okay. the One LE, and I was like, holy. <laughs> hmm. 
Dude, like, and that's what, that's part of what fascinates me about the Camaro. Like, the Mustang has crossed over into a everybody loves it chassis. You know what I mean? Like, you could be an import yeah. guy, you like a Mustang. You could be 90, you like the new Mustang. You could be 16, you like the new Mustang. Everybody digs it. I don't know if it was Von Gittin or Ken Block or both, but like, the whole, the Ford's crossed over. Chevy yeah. hadn't quite, the Camaro hadn't crossed over like that. Um, so I, I think, think it's man, dude, I think if I had a Gen 5 and we did the right things to it, people could, ah, I just think people would be like, well, son of a bitch, man, I yeah. would have never thought. And, and I think it's in transition. I think if we're a little bit patient, it'll get there. Well, I think as the price yeah. of these killer cars come down, see, that's what's, that's what's so weird about like what's going on because you got the American V8s have been making some killer shit, like the SRT8 and the Mustang GT, you know, since 2011 or whatever, and, and the Gen 5 Camaros and now Gen 6 Camaros. As these cars come down, it's going to kill everything. I mean, like, what I mean by kill everything is all these import cars. Like, dude, even as the yeah. FRS depreciates, well, guess what? So is the Camaro and the Mustang, and there's still yeah. going to be a right answer here. <laughs> you know, and so pretty soon... We're going to be in a world of 400 to 450 horsepower cars that are 15 grand, 10 to 15 grand. What's that going to do to the Evos? Yeah. What's that going to do to the SIs and the FRSs I hope. and the 370Zs in these cars? The only problem is that an average 25 and under year old kid, guy, can't insure it. You're going to spend more on your insurance than on the car. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's something that's going to, like, encourage all of these imports to kind of step up? Well, I hope so. I mean, if – I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean if I you look you at – I think you can tell if, Honda's been If, if where out. everything is now and FRS was built a little bit later, do you think they might have, you know, added a little bit more power? Because yes. now we're going into a market where we're moving – we're obviously away from that eco era where everything was eco and we're, yeah, we're yeah. getting more back into the, you know, the power band of the driver. Yeah. Yeah, I think if the if the FRS came out today, it would have to have more power than it currently has. Um, I mean, it's it's not even competitive with the amount of power that it makes right now. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna see some crazy stuff going on when these SRT eights and these, you know, SSs and GTs all fall to that fifteen thousand dollar range, which is well, and that'll kind of, in my opinion, that'll kind of be like the revamp of the tuner market it'll yeah. be just like when all the hondas got super cheap that were built in the 90s and all of a sudden the scene just exploded with people modifying the shit out of these things think about when these you know bone stock 430 460 horsepower mustangs are all of a sudden cheap enough to where you can just go hey guys i got eight thousand dollars you want to go buy a fucking race car yeah. hell yeah <laughs> it's just kind of be pies a dangerous age yeah, well, so many years with so many Mustangs in the ditch and running over crowds of people, even more than now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I crowd kill T-shirts all over the place. But see, yeah. that's the thing, yeah. dude. Like, I, I know, like y'all are younger, but like when the first import revolution started happening, there was like this excitement behind it. Like, we just didn't give a damn, man. Like we were, you know, like I knew we all knew a Mustang out of the box was faster, but it wasn't cool to buy an out of the box fast car, you know? And so yeah. we didn't care. Like it just wasn't on the table and there was so much energy behind the imports. 
Let's be honest. There's not the American cars didn't really have the styling for us either. They they looked they like mullet mobiles. I mean, they were, they were generic. And what a, like what a, everything that was plaguing the domestics in the '90s is plaguing the imports now. Like they've gotten generic. You know, like there's not like when we were talking. I think it was before we hit record. It's like fifteen grand. Like a WRX been there, Evo been there. Like all these cars we've seen them a thousand times. Let me guess, they're red, silver, black, or white. They got bronze or black wheels on them. Like, it's been done so many times. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these big bad V8s, it's like, mm -hmm. wait a second, man. Like, this is kind of... demanding the attention. This yeah. is kind of cool. Like, all the things that we yeah. used to, like, hate about them. Like, oh, they're sloppy. You're going to end up in a ditch. Now it's like, you're going to end up in a ditch in this car. Like, this is dangerous. <laughs> you know? Like, this is... You know? And so it's, it's all becoming appealing. And so now to be out of the box and to honestly not give a shit what people think, those guys are buying domestics. And the people that care a lot about what people think are buying imports. You know, the, the expected cars and they're yeah. bagging them and doing the expected things on the expected yeah. wheels. And they're literally turning the tables and they don't even realize it. You know, they're, they're becoming exactly what my generation retaliated against with the imports, yeah. you know? Um, What's funny is these big, bad, modded-out V8s are already starting to show their heads. Um, I, I went to the grocery store earlier today in my Mustang, and um, I ran across a supercharged Camaro and another supercharged Mustang in just a quick trip down to the you know the grocery store two miles away. Um, <laughs> so they're already running around all over the place. I'm, I'm just you, picturing uh, this like, flying V of eagles. To be fair, Mike lives literally two minutes from Road Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So I don't true. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> Flowery Branch, Georgia. Think they got a couple of supercharged V8s around there? Yeah. Maybe. I'm just saying, they're already they're already showing up. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna it's gonna freaking happen. Um, yeah. the only bummer is the sub twenty the twenty four and under crews can't they're gonna have to do it with the STs yeah. and shit. Like, it's yeah. just gonna have to happen. Yeah. Um, you, gotta earn, you, you gotta earn it. Yeah, I mean, I and that's something. Once you get over twenty five, you don't think about it. But yeah, under twenty five, they're gonna be like, that's six hundred bucks a month to ensure that. <laughs> the hell? Yeah, because uh, statistically, you're going to crash it. Like it's yeah. gonna happen. So you're gonna see some of your buds who are in the military. Like, yeah, I've got money to blow straight out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to drive it, too, is those guys that get back from the military and go, all right, let's do it. Because they're going to yeah. go straight for superchargers and turbos and all that. Um, I'm going to freedom. I'm going to feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. Whose turn is it? That was Mike, uh, right? Yeah. Mike, you were SS. Hunter. All right. All right. So, hmm. R32 Skyline. Yeah, you may not be able to get like a GTR. You may not be able to get like a GTR, but I was doing some research today, and you can definitely get a pretty nice GTST. Like, okay, cool. you, there's a few GTRs that have that had like sixty thousand miles on them, but yeah. I mean, give it, take that for what it is. But you could get, depending on if you care about all that. I mean, I would go for the GTR if I'm spending the money on an imported Skyline. But it, if you well. if you didn't if you didn't and you just wanted that that JDM feel, you could get a pretty nice GTST for around fifteen. Fair enough. I dig it. 
I'd go with it. I don't know. Okay, so you said the mileage. I don't know. Listen, you're talking Toyota guy. Mileage just doesn't matter. That she'll run <laughs> for half a million. You'll have to change the water pump. Yeah, so I don't know. You'll have to change the water pump. Water pump, and then it's good for another half a million. You're good. So, like, I don't know what that fine line is for this. I don't know. I mean, to me, you say 60,000 miles. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You're, you're also looking at, like, a true imported right-hand drive mm. nostalgic skyline. Yeah. Yeah. So these people that are buying these cars, I mean, face it, over there you could pick up a GTST for five grand. Here you're looking at pushing twenty for like the base model Skyline that nobody wants over there, just yeah. because you want to, you just want to put your foot in the water, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's that where it comes in. If you're spending that kind of money on a car that you already don't care about what you're spending, you care about what the car is. You know, you're you're not pinching pennies at that point. Yeah, yeah. So, right. but are you like driving it, like for what it's worth? Are you like pushing it? Or are you kind of like keeping it in the garage, bringing it out to cars and coffee, maybe once or twice a week? Yeah. Hey, there's a. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend goes to the University of Alabama, and there's a dude that daily drives an R32 there, and it is ragged out, and I don't know <laughs> how he got it or where he got it from, but See, like that's kind of cool. Like, the tail lights taped on. Like I'm like, where did you get this thing? <laughs> How did this come into fruition? Listen, what I got a heart is, for somebody. It like what it is. Yeah, I got a heart for somebody who's gonna like get it, especially a sports car. Like a lot of people will get it and they'll just kind of baby it. And I understand you're trying to preserve it or whatever, but like this car was built to you know to have fun in. And if you're not doing that, like. You're holding it back from somebody else who could be having it, you know? Yeah, yeah. On a, on a smaller scale from that, so for those who don't know that are watching this, I have a 2017 Focus ST, and I also have a 91 Miata. So when I, I got the Focus ST brand new, and, you know, for me, me being younger, I was like, this is like a freaking C7 ZR1. I was like, this thing is awesome i can never take it out of the garage so i got the miata and i'm like i'm gonna drive the miata everywhere i'm never driving the focus and then i put like thirty thousand on the focus in a year so like i cannot be that guy i'm just like this thing fast as fuck like yeah. <laughs> just ripping gears i don't know i could never be that guy that just put it in a garage but i would also never be the guy to buy a mclaren or anything i'd yeah, be the I one could. to spend mclaren money on a freaking i don't know but miata I would probably put a 2J in a Miata before I bought anything of actual value. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's why I went with the old 911 because those cars can be driven and still retain, like, respect and value and appreciate and all of that. You know, like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, dude, my 911 is not by any means pristine. You know, it, it's, it's okay at best, but that's fine because I can take it out and I can drive it and I'll worry about rock chips i don't even notice them you know like it, it's just okay like i put my bike on the back and i have to put the bike upside down and the seat rubs like the the wing you know the whale tail and it kind of slides yeah. around and it's wearing the paint off the top and it's like son of a bitch i'm wearing the paint off the top and it's like man it's okay because that's my part of the timeline you know like at yeah. some point somebody's gonna be like then this asshole with dreads had it and put a bike on it, and that's why this pain is gone here. But like, it all has it all has part of the story, you know. It's all kind of yeah. there. So I don't know. Yeah. But like, even 
even at that point, it's not like detrimental. I mean, it is in the case if you want it like a hundred percent original. But I mean, you can always get the car repainted. Well, and and I, see, I'd rather people if I was ever going to sell it. I'm sure that a buyer would almost rather see it for what it is. You know, you end up restoring it. Oh, yeah. You, and they, you know, somebody tells me they look harder. Like, you know, like if it's too nice, they, then it's kind of, at least the way it is now, they know the story. It's not hiding anything. It's a 40-year-old car, you know, and so that's what it is. I feel like you're also buying into a solid community with the Porsches. Anybody who I know who's really invested in the Porsche community if they ever bought one and sold one, they never skipped a year where they didn't own, you know, one type of Porsche anywhere. Yeah. So there's a whole community you're getting into, which I think is, I mean, almost like the Jeep community. I mean, I, I see people waving there's, on Jeeps. There's some cool Porsche owners. There's some some real fragile Porsche owners, too. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's got a wide variety. Drinking mimosas at the races, you know, and stuff like that. But, um... Yeah, no, especially with the older ones, there's there's definitely a very cool community. But yeah. all right, um, wait, I'm lost. Whose turn, Jesse. Jesse? Okay, all right, here we go. I'm nervous. You've been throwing out some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, listen. So my buddy across the street, he's got a drag Hayabusa. Ah, uh, there's the bike. Suzuki. I was like, and what's I that guy doing? He said he's going in a bike. Listen, I mean, you could talk all you speed. You want to die in five seconds. This yes. is the bike for you. Hey, hey oh, in yeah. that case, let's throw in that Hayabusa swap Suzuki Swift <laughs> that y'all had come out to uh, yes. Formula Z. Yeah. That thing was ridiculous. I've sat, I've, I've, I've been on one before. I, listen, I'm a big guy. So, like, you know. It felt right. It's like the Cadillac, size-wise, it's like the Cadillac of the motorcycle. It's fucking huge. Um, and it just feels so right between my legs, you know? And it feels so... <laughs> when you, you rank back and you've got that drag pipe over there just shooting off to anybody behind you, it, you made it. You're fast and you're burning the people behind you. It's... Uh, oh, those yeah. things are nuts, but I'm going to be honest. That is probably the most funky looking motorcycle I, uh, I've ever seen. Sure. They, they don't make me want a motorcycle. I mean, it looks like, like a Batmobile mixed with like a Ninja Turtle. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just... I, I'm a fan of more of like the first gen Hayabusa, but I, I mean, the, it's it's not, we're not in the 15 range quite yet with that, but once you get it ready for the track, you're you're getting there quick. Okay. I'm more of a, a like a Yamaha R1 or like a Repsol guy or something like around that those lines. Something simple, something crotch rocket ish. Supermoto, yeah, something. man. Supermoto. Not something yeah. that I'm going to go to downtown Birmingham and get mugged. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you take a Hayabusa to downtown Birmingham. You're not going to own a Hayabusa anymore. <laughs> See, your problem is you're hitting the brake too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess the argument can be made that for 15 grand, you got supercar performance or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to you know be up at Neverlift. You know what I hate? I hate the sports bike owners that are like, yeah, I beat this car. I beat this car. Yeah, I beat whatever. I beat a Corvette. Of course you did. You went to <laughs> <get it down. laughs> Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I hate those guys. <laughs> I've got a buddy that's in a bunch of motorcycle clubs, and he has, like, a super moto, and before that he had some wicked Repsol thing, and he's like, I beat uh, a McLaren, I beat this. I'm like, no one cares. Yeah. We know Does going it to. Count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, frustrates me, man. <laughs> All right. I guess Amazing. I'm just jealous because I want a bike. Ah, uh, see, really I know. I don't want to, I have want to put a helmet on to go to the grocery store. Uh, I'll just move down to Jesse's place. You don't have to wear a helmet then. That's true. Florida. That's bold. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's also the place you would want to wear a helmet. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to die. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hey, guys, that's one thing. I wouldn't trust you around me. Um, if you're getting one, you don't have a brain to protect anyways. Yeah. All right. Willie, I think you're up. Uh, C5 vet. Ah, damn it. You stole my next one. Yeah, either, I mean, obviously a Z06 if I could scoop one up for 15 I, I grand. think you can get kind of shitty Z06s yeah. for 15. Yeah. You and think would, it would be shitty? I don't think it would be. I, it I wouldn't be great. Be pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you think? It wouldn't be. Because I, I saw a good You can get gun. a pretty nice non-Z06. It all depends what yeah. you want to do. Are you trying to have a future collectible? Or are you trying to just have a cool street car with a target top? The choice is up to you. I mean, I'm tired. Pretty nice like, FRC. I mean, I I want the Z06 or else screw it. I want the target top. Yeah, I hear you. Like one of the two, but uh, I don't know. You want to let the mullets fly? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, it's a badass damn car, man. I was just hanging out with one of my neighbors. It's got a C5, uh, <clears throat> a C5 convertible supercharged. It's just freaking cool, man. Yeah, it's totally yeah. like the old man, whatever, you know. Dope. All, all, I think you're at that age. You can justify that. I Run that age, bro. I mean, all I need is the new balance, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm also at the age George. where I don't give a damn anymore. You know, in like my 20s, I cared. And in my 30s, yeah. I'm just like, it's a cool car. You know, like, cool car is a cool car. So... Uh, yeah, for the money, I, I don't, especially if you could scoop a Z06, it's not, you're not going to lose any money on that. It's going to hold for another year and then start creeping, you know? Um, so it makes it, I guess, the one on my list so far that's actually a financially good choice. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I and love, I, I, love I that hate car. that it's, I hate that it's like the best choice because it's so basic. A C5 is so basic, but you just can't go wrong with it. You can't say yeah. no. Like you could swear by imports, but if, if you had a C5 offered to you, I don't know one person that would say no. I mean, but like, forget the fact that it's made by Chevy. Like, look at the C5 body lines. They're pretty importy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is a swoopy, curvy, sexy, low, little, wide car, man. I mean, looks good. There's nothing else like it. For the era that it was, yeah. Uh, every, everybody know, else was just starting to get out of that kind of that square phase when the C5 came out, and the Chevy's like, you know what? Let's just round everything. everything. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what's, that's what's going to make it timeless. That's what's going to be yeah. another twenty years. People are going to be like, damn, that C5 is a good one. You know, like I think yeah. the C5 yeah. and the C6 both are going to be pretty praised yep. cars and you say they're basic yes but you probably hadn't seen them in the right scenario you know what i mean like 
Fair I enough. Know. I don't know. I was at Monterey at the auctions a couple years ago now. I guess it was two years ago almost. And um, and so they were starting up the auctions and they did like the, you know, the anthem and all that. And then fucking ACDC came on, you know, like right after that. And they're playing like Thunderstruck or something. And I'm sitting here yes. looking at these freaking Corvette convertibles out of the 60s. Yes. And I'm just like, dude. This is badass, and it is totally lost yeah. on the import generation. Because we look at it like, God dang Corvettes, they got no style. They do. It's just yeah. sometimes the clientele doesn't. It doesn't mean yeah. that the car doesn't. I think that'll that, grow just as it. much as the Mustang went, because I, I would say I felt the same way about Mustangs. But yeah. look where they're at now, so. Yeah. Give it some time, drill a hole in the back to fit in your flagpole, and then let that go. <laughs> Listen, you'll be okay with it. Yeah, okay. like once you start to embrace it, it's like it all comes together, man. It all aligns. It makes sense. Um, so, all right, Mike, what's yours? All right, I'm going to go back to the Euro uh, trash party and pick the, the worst financial decision so far, the BMW 335i. Oh. Oh my god! I love it and oh I hate god. it. They're so unreliable. You go to the club. I know. You probably go to a club and drink drinks out of little glasses with things. Uh, <laughs> I knew I was gonna get shit for this car. Drinks with that snacks is, on Q-tips. Like, yeah. Look, this you is probably try to rent a look. VIP table in that club too, don't you? <laughs> probably. Lie to everybody. Tell them I own it. Um. This is one of those cars that when you look at just the spec sheet of it and the actual car itself, it's a no-brainer. But then you actually see that it's a hunk of shit and costs a ton of money to fix, and it kind of ruins it. But it's still a cool car when, for the short period of time, it runs. Yeah. It's like any Porsche that you can get for fifteen grand or yeah. Maserati. You can afford the car, but you can't afford to own it. For all those supercharged AMG Mercedes yeah. that were $100,000 and now they're... 12. It's like you can buy the car, but that's just the first little piece of the puzzle that's going to rape you and ruin your life. Yep. It's just it's a BMW enthusiast car is what it is. Yeah. It's not it's not something that you would go, I have this amount of money, I'm going to get a 335i. It's going to be something that I've been a BMW owner. I yeah. know what yeah. I'm supposed to expect. I know what I'm getting into. I, I know how to work I, on I it. I want to – I'm ready to step into this. I will change the oil every time I take it out of the garage. <laughs> I've got you know? all the specialty tools. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to transfer my Gaunt Thanos plate right on the front. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, it, it will be the guy that, like, purposely goes to junkyards and takes the toolkits out of the trunks just so he has <laughs> extras. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's the guy. Yep. All right. <laughs> the thing is, Mike, it's that's not there. you. You would get that car and be like, <laughs> I would never buy oh, it. I hate this. I would thing. never buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it would break one time and I just put a for sale sign on it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, do you guys have more cars? I don't know if I have more cars. Golf uh, GTI. What? You, Mark 5? 6? 6. You can get a 6. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're actually really, because I was thinking early 2000s, this might be where we were, but they're actually really cheap. They're not that expensive right off the line. Yeah. So you could get just about a brand new one for in between 15 and 20. So get a little bit older one, maybe 30, 35,000 miles. You could get one right at the 15 grand mark. And, I don't think I mean, you get a, a seven weird... at 15. I think you get a six, a good six. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you could get a good six for fifteen. Maybe you could get a Mark Seven, but 
I don't know. Yeah, I had a Mark Six. It's a nice car. Yeah. I'm nervous to get on the. I feel like if I got one, I'd, I'd you know get bit and be stuck with it forever. You know what I do want? <laughs> Tell me why this is a bad idea and why I never see them. Like an O four Jetta GLI. I'm a fan. When I was first buying why a car, I never that see was. Them? Ricardo's 1.8 turbo. It's got BBSs from factory. <laughs> That's probably why it's you never a, see them. It's got the 1.8 turbo. Yes, yeah, they're all broken. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a six speed. Maybe. Maybe yeah. it's five speed. No, I think it's. Pretty six. sure it's a six speed. Why do I see them nowhere? I, I don't know, understand. Yeah. I guess they all died. I was really excited about the thought of getting one when I first when I was first buying a car. Yeah, when I was like 15. There was one for sale at a used car dealership down the road for me, and I didn't know what it is. I didn't know anything about cars, yeah. but it was blue. Yeah, it, it was yeah, all the hot blue. It, yes, it was all armor rolled up, and I was like, I don't know what it is, but I <laughs> want it. I yeah. want it. Yeah, no, they were cool then. You know, in that in that generation, that era, they were pretty cool. I think they got a little bit diluted as they got newer. I don't know. You I know, don't think I, I've think... ever seen one just driving down the road. You know, the I cannot think of a time when I have, and I don't understand why. Because it seems, from an internet perspective, like a killer car, but I, I don't know. Last I mean, time I saw one had to be like five years ago. It was on my way from Gainesville Raceway, um, and it was in front of me. And uh, the axle, the rear axle, something was weird because it was like doing that dog walk where the rear yeah. axle was just hand over to the left. <laughs> And it, it was like doing this sideways forward. It was so. It was like my dog before she, when she was really old, she was walking sideways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think the two liter kind of, you know, kind of killed it in a in a yeah. way. Because once they came out with the Mark Fives, those two liters were pretty damn tunable. Um, yeah. And then I think the Volkswagen reliability, man. Yeah. I don't know, but they're cool. They do look cool. Yeah, it's just I so weird how Volkswagens never get outside of the little badge scene. You know, the Volkswagen Audi scene. It's like it's like the people that are Volkswagen fans live and die Volkswagen. And then nobody, yeah, that's else, what I was saying. nobody else gives a damn. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what I was <laughs> saying. That's what I'm ter- like slightly low-key terrified of if I ever got one. <laughs> you like, fall into it. Yeah. yeah. It would be forever. Oh, man. I mean, they're I – mean, they, they're, they're good cars. They get you. They're just, yeah. you know, they're complicated. And that's kind of the attraction, but that's also the frustration. You know, it's like, oh, I need a turn signal bulb for my GTI. That'll be $45 in three days. So you're like, how? Like, why would they do that? Like, how? you know, so it's that kind of stuff. So you either, you're either attracted to that or you're not. You know, that's either a plus or negative. I mean, they're awesome cars if you stay on top of them. Volkswagens are terrifying. My girlfriend's parents have a like a 2013. It's a Jetta. It's GLI, so it's not like a sports car anymore. Post like 05, I think. But uh, it's the hybrid version. What? And I yes. So I saw it for the first time, and I mean, it just looks like a normal Jetta. But the fact that knowing the history of Volkswagen reliability and knowing <laughs> that that thing is a hybrid yeah. yeah terrified me so then we drove it we drove it to Austin Texas 
me and her did. We borrowed it one because I wasn't driving my focus out there because I was still about, I'm not putting a single mile on it. Freaking exotic. Um, so we're like, <laughs> let's borrow your parents' Jetta because it gets like 50,000 miles to the gallon because it's a hybrid. Yeah. And I found out on the way there that it has that weird system that takes the energy that it's built um, for the hybrid and when you press the brakes, it sends that energy yeah, yeah, to the yeah. brakes. So it stops twice as hard. If you huh. barely press on the brakes. So I'm coming up to a red light like right around the corner and I like skirted to a stop and I barely <laughs> pressed the brakes. And I was like, you know what? I'm not driving this thing. I made her drive. I was like, I'm not. I'm going to call the wreck. But if you put Damn. it in neutral, it stops like a normal car. But as soon as you put it back in drive and press the brakes, it stops like it's this got is the asshole who stops five, like 500 feet before the stoplight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I swear. This is oh, off God, topic, but speaking of hybrids, have you guys seen how cheap freaking Priuses are that are like only five years old, six years old, or something like that? Like, they're they're stupid cheap, and I don't know if that's because they're you know they're needing expensive maintenance or whatever. But they're almost at the point where it's like, dang, I should have one of these just for gas saver. You know, like they are just they're. Are we seeing them at like five or six? Yes, dude. Like, yeah. Like, stupid cheap. Like, that point yeah. where, like, even, like, the manliest car guy's like, wait a second. Like, God, that <laughs> yeah. cheap? Like, I should yeah. get one just to screw with it, you know? Like, when they get that cheap. But, yeah, they're, I, I don't know. Maybe they all need batteries and it's, you know, totals them out. I, I don't know anything about them, but they're, like, ridiculous. You know what cheap. I'm seeing stupid cheap? I've been seeing, so, um... My brother's looking for a car. He's 15 looking for a car. And I just happened to get on Craigslist, scroll through. I put like $3,000 as the limit. And I was seeing Mazda Speed 3 after Mazda Speed 3. And I don't, underst- I don't understand how. Because that's a pretty, you know, kick-ass little car. And they're not that old. I mean, what do they go back to? Like 2008, 2006, something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be more worth more than three grand. You can't be telling me that that car is that I didn't awful. Know that. I don't well, hear any shit about chassis. it either. I think it's the same chassis as your Focus. Just about, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of parts crossover. Interesting. <clears throat> I didn't know. We should all buy Mazda Speed 3s. Well, I guys, thought about it. Guys but got one, it looks also, awesome. yeah. also, at the same point, it's like you want to buy it just because it's for three grand and you're seeing them everywhere, but it just seems like too nice of a car for three grand. Yeah. Like, what has Mazda got messed up in this thing that nobody wants to tell me about until I end up with it? Because <laughs> I've done that you. before. I bought, I bought a 30-year-old brown Miata with supposedly 100,000 miles on it. I have been sucked into that before. I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Pop the hood on the Miata after I got home and saw the entire engine bay was red. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you think you got an actual brown Miata? I, I, no, I, I figured as much, but it was just kind of like a you open. I mean, I looked at it when I was there, but you just open it and you're like, hmm. Son of a. <laughs> I, I, I'm, in a I'm in a world of trouble, especially when you take the cluster off because I had to work on the gauge cluster because it said when I bought it, it had just rolled 115,000 miles. And I took the hood off of the cluster and saw red paint 
on the top of the cluster. Yeah. And everybody knows what that means. I'm like, mm. Yeah. Say no OG doo doo brown. Yeah. Well, bummer. It it's something. Who else uh whose turn is it? Where the hell are we in this? Well, it's Jesse. I've got a couple yeah, I've got a couple honorable mentions. Okay, mentions. I saw I saw some uh newer WRXSTIs just under five. Um and we're talking like fourteen nine nine nine. Um, I'm gonna be that super basic dude and say a Hawkeye STI in white with some blue wheels is my dream car. Yeah. Like not blue with the gold wheels? No, no. Mm-mm. Wait, because like that's, that's what I wanted come. to do. That's what I wanted to do on my focus. I wanted to do white with uh, with some blue wheels, some blue Volks. Not that I could ever afford Volks like at all, <laughs> but I would love to do that. And so that what? I don't know why I just love that that big wing that ah, that sedan. I don't know what it is. I just can't get away from it. Everybody tells me do not get that boxer, but I'm, I want it. <laughs> I want it in my life. If I can eventually be comfortable with working on the motor or anything under the hood, because it is crammed under there. Like you open it up, like for me, my car right now, I open the hood, and if I ever want to open up the head or whatever, you know, it's not too much of a hassle. But with the WRX, you've got you've got the intercooler. I mean, there's just so much inside the hood, and it's not too different. The interior, like size wise, and how much space you're working with, is not too different than my. 97 Corolla. Yeah, um, damn Corolla. Yeah. Listen, it'll last. But yeah, the size <laughs> and interior isn't that much different. I don't know. I am terrified working on the Boxer because you, I, I know if I were to get it, something's going to go wrong. It's going to have to be replaced. I mean, it is what it is. It's what we're all going to have to face when buying an enthusiast car like that. Yeah. But I just can't. Every... Every part of my head is telling me no, but there's something like, like the other day when I was looking at ten thousand dollar cars um, for the last podcast. You know, I typed in uh, WRX and it, it popped up a white WRX for twelve grand with sixty thousand miles on it, and and it had a button for trade in value. And I was like, Do I really like my Miata that much? Do I really like it that much? You know it. It's brown. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think those first gens, you know, whatever they call them, the Hawkeyes and, and O Ford or whatever, um, they're they're going to be iconic. Yeah. You know, those are the ones for sure. Which the ones party. did you find them, Jesse? F fifteen, the wagons. No. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. the wagon. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's the one that I played on a Dirt Three. Those things have major freaking problems, the wa- though, right? The wagon or the um, hatchback? Hatchback, or, whatever. Yeah, or the hot hatch or whatever. Yeah. There's, a, there's a difference. That was, I, the first, I, that was the first car that I thought, like, all right, I can do this hot hatch situation, maybe. <laughs> I used to hate hatches, and now here I am with the Focus ST. <laughs> now I, do, I would drive that. So... <clears throat> Another car I came across looking for stuff for my brother. I came across a four thousand um, dollar Outback five speed, and yeah. you don't ever think about it. That five speed freaking slam with some like seventeens on it, you know? 
I would drive the I would drive the piss out of that thing. <laughs> Straight pipe it, have that pure boxer rumble. I'd drive uh, that thing everywhere. I'd never get rid of it. I'd put yeah. the entire like, heck, I could have nine kids at that point. Like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean Yeah, that's cool. People like to try and off road them. It's been done. Oh yeah. Or a WRX wagon. Those are cool. They're a little bit uglier. I like the Outback better, but... See, I like the WRX wagons. Yeah. Oh, well. Alright, well, I think I'm out. I'm I'm surprised nobody said nobody threw out 370Z. No. Like an 08, 09. Yeah, I mean, but we got Camaro SS's. Yeah, I've got Genesis Coop here on the list, but it's not really tell worth talking about with everything else that we threw out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought about I, the Genesis Coop, but I thought it's a good looking car, but it's not very Genesis tunable. Coupe has all wanted something else. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about a G8. You know, if you could get like the oh. GXP or something, I don't know if you really could. Um, but I don't know. You can see where I'm going with this. I'm just going straight to LSs. <laughs> you know, I'm like C5 and G8s and, and SSs and all that. Um, I wish you could get a support in July, man. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's all the America in the uh, yeah. in the air right now. I yeah. I mean, what else? What else for 15 grand really excites you? The Polaris sling shot. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm always gonna say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that car. <laughs> yeah. I had so much fun just hooning that thing around. Yeah. Um, this one won't be too popular, but it's a car that, if done right, would look really, really good. A uh, Boxster S. Yeah. There's a shit yeah, ton of them out there. You yeah. get them for so cheap. Yeah. And yeah. Everybody hates yeah, them right now, so it's the perfect time to get one. Yeah. It's yeah. The perfect time to get it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think I almost, I, wasn't that on my ten thousand dollar list. If you could score, I think it was. I think it I was, was kind of like S two thousand slash Boxster. Yeah, Boxster always kind of yeah. makes it in there for me because it's like, why are you guys not on this? Like, this is awesome. Yeah. But it's another one of those cars that most people. I mean, at ten thousand dollars, you can afford the car, but you probably can't afford the first problem that you have. You know, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna screw your life. It's not gonna have. It's not going to have as many problems as the, the BMWs and the Mercedes and shit like that, but it's still going to have problems. Yeah, and I mean, it, honestly, it shouldn't have... It's not like they're finicky. It's just that when they have problems or need maintenance, you've got to have a lift in a lot yeah. of cases to do it. You know, you got to be like a freaking tech. Um, but value on those cars are inevitably especially on the s or something special like that is gonna is gonna get silly later on down the road and i mean with the boxer s you kind of it's got some freaking style and pedigree you know what i mean like it's not the s2000 is the smarter choice in a lot of cases but the boxer's more you know what i mean it just Mm -hmm. is um so yeah That'd be a cool one. It's another enthusiast car. Like, yeah, it's just the, not a- the Porsche guys are gonna are gonna know and they're gonna want it, but you get your average that void, though, like- guys, and they're gonna pick. You know, so like if you had a Porsche guy and you got a, gave him a choice of the Boxster S or the S two thousand, hands down they're gonna choose yeah, no doubt. the Boxster yeah. S. But if you just throw it in front of your 
regular tuner dude, he's totally going to pick the S2000. It just depends on where you're at. In your life, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, there's no way there's no way I would pick the Boxrace over the S2000. That's just me. Just because of what I feel like I could do with it. Yeah. And, <clears throat> but, I don't know. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, I get it. Because if you're 20, 20 years old or 25 or whatever with a Boxster S, you got, like, no home. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's you're, it. You're in there. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're going to try and play I with you. I bought my first house yeah, in 23, you're gonna try and, and play it came with, with wheels. <laughs> you're going to try and play with the import guys, and they're not going to understand yeah, you. And then you're going to try and play with the Porsche guys, and you're not going to understand them. You're not going to feel like, you know, those are your people. So yeah, you're gonna be in no man's land. So an S2000 all day. Plus, you can yeah. pop the hood and put a freaking cold air intake on it and be happy. Yeah. You know, you try and do that with the boxer, you're gonna be frustrated. Um, yeah. Speaking of the S2000, I'm seeing those everywhere right now. Yeah. I am passing those things left and right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand when that happened because I used to never see them. It was like super rare that I saw. And S2000. That's what I mean. Now, I see more now than I swear I think they made. I don't understand. I know, right? Like when I they didn't were even new, know they made them as late as they did. Yeah. I thought they stopped making them in like 04, 05. They, they went all the way up to oh, like yeah, 09. No, were, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know where they're all coming from. I guess people had them as weekend cars. You know, like like older people had them as weekend cars or whatever. Little toys. Now you drop and, and then everybody and then they, them up. Yeah, they price. unloaded them and now all the kids are buying them and, and just streeting the hell out of them. I don't know. I freaking love them. They're killer. Sometimes, I would love to drive one. Yeah. I've not gotten to drive one yet. I would love to drive it just to see what it's like. Because I hear it's like a Miata on steroids. Yeah, well, having a... You gotta uh, rev the balls out of yeah, it to really but have fun. You gotta that's be way the up Honda RPMs. world. Like, but the yeah. thing is, a convertible with VTEC and rear-wheel drive is freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, in the same breath... Convertible. There's Wooly with the convertibles again. <laughs> yeah, in the same breath, <laughs> the Boxster... Blow in the wind. The Boxster S with the motor behind you screaming is freaking awesome, too. Um, I hear those things sound pretty nasty too. Oh yeah! Well, you can hear the air getting sucked in right behind you. You know, <laughs> like it's it's cool, um, and it's total James Dean shit. It's got way more style, um, yeah. but you know, that's the that's the problem with the freaking S two thousand is I'm gonna piss some people off, but the S two thousand community is going down the damn toilet. You know, as the price of the cars go down. The car is still great. There's still cool people out there that own them. But it's real quickly getting a stigma, you know? And that's a freaking shame. But it's true. Yeah. Like, if you asked my wife, for example, should I get the Boxster S or the S2000, there is zero freaking question there. You know, like, one is a Porsche and one is a fucking... Honda, <laughs> you know that's gonna look like shit in the driveway. Like you know, that's so. one word. Fucking Honda. Is one word. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Honda. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't know. But that's the. I mean, I don't know. It's freaking awesome. It's an iconic Honda. So I don't know. China. Did I hear correctly Surprise. that the motor of the S two thousand is far enough behind the front axle that it. To make technically, it technically a mid-engine, and it's yeah. technically way more power per liter than any other car up till that point. That's what I mean. Like, this 2000 is a very significant car on a lot of levels. Um, yeah. So way ahead of its time. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just got to go through this, you know, slump that it gets when it's at that $8,000 price point, and then... I want to pick one up so bad, because I know it's going to shoot right back up. Yeah. I will. know it is, and I know it's soon. But <laughs> I, just, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be too soon. I think you got some time. You got some time, you got and you can buy years. one, take it to Race Wars, pick up some Jettas <laughs> on your way. Yeah. Boom! But at that point, I'm going to be that stupid basic bitch and get an SCI. I know. If I go to chunk out the change for for a freaking S2000, I'm going to turn right around to the SCI around the corner, (laughs) throw it at it, and have no clue how to work on it and sell it two months later. You look Uh, like you drive an STI. Like, that tank top is the STI tank top. (laughs) That's my bait tank. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, no, you should get one already. It was made for you, but you'd have to get rid of the STI. I mean, I I can't. I gotta have both. I have to have both in my life. I don't do that. Me and Mike had a, me, me and Mike had a big conversation today about simplifying and all that kind of crap. Don't blame um, me for your problem. Let's not get into that right now. Yeah, no, I got my ass kicked by a 94 Pathfinder. <laughs> Bad mistakes, man. Mistakes were made. Freaking what were you geez. trying to do? Change the ball joints? Yeah, the, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tie rod ends, ball joints, CV axles. I was like, this thing runs, but let's just kind of clean it up. And now it's freaking just... Now in pieces. Really. Honeymoon is over. I want it gone. So I say that now. Once I get it fixed, I'll be like, we're good, we're good. But yeah, um, no, yeah, it was bad. So I want to know where is your CRX? Uh, it is at my in-laws' house. Really? Yeah. I want to see it because I hear you tons should of people buy talking it. About you it. should buy it. That's even better than seeing it. <laughs> Oh shit! Somebody's got to buy it. this car before a tree grows through it. And it's such is it a, running? Uh, it was when I parked it. You ever heard? <laughs> I mean, like, I had it running uh, three or four months ago. I went and started it. Hadn't run since then. Um, but, yeah, it'll run. You know, it'll take maybe a day to give it a little bit of love, clean the clean the inside out and stuff. But it's a running car. It was freaking bitching when I parked it. But if you guys don't know the damn story, my wife does real estate. Uh, the CRX is like bass boat blue. It's bright. It's full of rainbow flake. It's got gold wheels on it. It's totally badass. And uh, and it Does was it have all... a white side skirt. Well, yeah, yeah. It was like a PCI side skirt for an EG that we cut down, and I never painted it because I thought it looked kind of cool like that. But um, I got away with it because everybody in my little hood knows that I'm the freaking car guy you know so like ah he's cool i mean i don't he likes those weird dumb little cars but he's cool um and so i got away with it and then my wife's in real estate she had the house across the street listed uh some other damn agent went to go show the house uh and it was like a trifecta of everything kind of going on at the same time like like an 18 wheeler was bringing the leftover magazines at the exact time that they were pulling up to look at the house so like I walk out in like board shorts and no shirt to meet this guy with my dreads, you know, and this 18 wheeler and there's freaking blue Hondas sitting out there and red Fiestas and all sorts of shit because I'm trying to make room for the magazines that are coming, you know, and, and, and I'm just hey, waving to these people not paying attention. So they basically got scared and left. 
And, uh, and, and so my wife texted the other agent that was like, hey, how'd the showing go? And they were like, well, the house looked good, but then they saw a race car neighbor come out with his dreads and they saw all they needed to say, see, not interested or something. And she was like, oh, oh my God. well, that's awkward because race car neighbor's my husband and we would have been pretty <laughs> rad neighbors, you know? And, and, um, and so after that, she vows for him. I hope they're then, listening to this. Yeah, she was like, can you please just take the car to my parents? Her parents have property, you know? She's like, just yeah. take the blue car over there until I sell the house. And so I was like, fine, whatever. So I took it over there, and it ended up taking like a couple months to sell the house. And then one thing led to another, and I hadn't brought it back over here. And I've got a really cool CRX that's wasting away that I don't want to sell because I love it. But if I love it, I need to sell it to somebody that's going to, you know, love, love it, it more than yeah. I, I, I. I just don't have space or time. You know, and with the Fiesta, it's the Fiesta's got the same, like, soul, you know, except it's more dailyable. Um, yeah. The CRX is a work. The CRX is totally dailyable until you stop daily driving it. And then you get back in it and you're like... This is freaking terrifying. <laughs> this is really it's supposed to be a little scary. Dude, it it's is, supposed to be a little scary. It is. It's it like is. driving a coke can that's ready to be crushed. Yeah, like it's, he it's, would ride with me and be like, "Are you serious with this car?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, what's the problem?" And I mean, like, my train of thought dude, is if I always me. feel like I'm gonna die, I'll appreciate life just a little bit more. Yeah, that's why CRX guys are just a little it bit is, happier than everyone else. It is a freaking. It, it is like a chopped up motorcycle, but with doors. That's the best way I can explain it. You know, like it's it's. Uh, you're going 60. You feel like you're going 120. There's no interior yeah. whatsoever. Terrifying. No padding on the seats. No sunroof in four years. There's holes in the floor, so the rain comes. Like when it's raining, like it's raining between you and the wipers, and you're just like, doesn't work <laughs> like that. You know, like, the headlights are terrible. But the damn thing, it's got Willwood front and rear brakes. It's got six piston in the front. It's got a B16. It's it's a freaking go kart. I mean, literally, it's like the proportions of a go kart, you know? Yeah. Damn it! I got. I really want to see it. I'll send you. I mean, it's it's cool as crap, man. It really is. Matter of fact, I need to go fix that thing. Damn it! Yeah, we should have fun with there it. There goes my life. <laughs> yeah. I had this big epiphany with Mike earlier today. I was like, I'm, my whole life is a big waste of time with cars. And, <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm wasting my time. But yeah, now I need to go fix that one too. Story of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Or sell it. But I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna sell it. I'm gonna end up with a freaking primer DA Integra shell and whatever the new Xbox is that I don't give a shit about <laughs> and like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna happen. And I don't want that's that. pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got seven hundred dollars. I got. What do you trade it for? What do you trade it for? I would rather. I would rather let it become part of nature. You vape? I got a new vape box. I know, right? <laughs> Last I looked, I think there were little tadpoles in it. So we gotta let the tadpoles grow up before I can. Yeah. Do <laughs> you might be terrified of what has actually grown inside of that thing in the, the years there. since you've been there. It's its own ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can turn it into that. Maybe I'll hit up Honda and see if we can turn it into some. They got the eco buttons in all their cars. Maybe we can do a big ad campaign on this eco car ecosystem. See what comes out of my CRX. Have you all seen the uh, 
the Tesla swapped E36? Uh, no. no. I saw a Tesla I swap saw, something. Something old. I saw a video on it yesterday, and it's like a like a drift car. And they were drifting it over at uh, um, Angel Stadium. They had some kind of big event out there uh, a couple days ago. And that thing is killer. And it was freaky at the same time because it's like a legit drift car that makes no noise whatsoever. You just hear tires squealing around the corner. And it made me feel I'm really still, uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm still geeking it. out for the first time I saw one launch. Like, all you hear are the tires. I rode in one. I rode in one. And I was pissed. I was pissed at the fact that it was all electric and it was faster than anything I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah. And it can drive by its freaking self. Yeah. No, it can do all sorts of things by its freaking self. It's like basically it's on air ride, right? So like you can pull up to your driveway if you've got like a lumpy little driveway entrance and raise the car. And then basically you can get the car to remember those coordinates and every time you get to that point, the car will just level up so it can, it, dude, it is, like I got to drive one for a while and then we, we did a little thing with them and my, and my dad got to drive one and my dad's reaction was like spooky. Like he was like everything that I've spent my entire life knowing to <laughs> be true too. with yeah. performance is just it's gone. Out the window. It's not yeah. Yeah, irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant. He's like, it's literally, he's like, for somebody like me, it's spooky because I can see the future. Like, you drive that car one time and you know exactly where we're going. And he's like, I see it and it's not me. I'm not in it. I'm not, you know, and it's like, it's spooky. But like, all the, all the moving parts in a modern day engine that give us the problems, they're not there. You know, right. it's, 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 I mean, it's, I think they said like six or seven moving parts in that thing. Like it's, it's, you th I mean, think about all the crap that you replace hoses and freaking yeah. alternators and water pumps and, you know, all that kind of stuff that like, it's gone. You don't need, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it was, it not was, to mention, where the robots take over and kill us all. Not to mention it's stupid fast. That's the next step. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts the there first time that I got into it. Because the dude that I rode with, he was like, "You want to go for a ride?" And um, what was I think it? it was a, was it a P I think it was a D? I think it was a P one hundred D. I think it, it was. So is it, it was. A, I know it was a Model S. Yeah. But uh, he was like, "You want to go for a ride in my Tesla?" And I was like, "Okay, sure." And then he just stood there, and I was like, "So are we gonna go?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, it's coming." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, what? what do you mean it's coming? He had hit like a retrieve button in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. And he pointed he pointed across the parking lot and you literally <laughs> saw this car back out of the parking spot with no one in it. And this, this, there's this dude in this F one fifty right behind it going. <laughs> and it I kid you not, it pulled up, stopped at a stop sign, and then turned the corner and stopped next to us. Yeah, and that's it, fucky. It was nuts. <laughs> like, it was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, the first time um, I ever drove one, I was, uh, I used to valet, and that's what the guy, you know, the guy was kind of running me through it, and he's like, yeah, so when you get up close to it, the door handles will open, and then you just get in it and put it in drive, you know, and I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, it'll, it'll be on when your key gets within proximity of the car, it just comes on, you know, so you don't hit a button you don't start it you just get in it and drive it 
And you walk well, away he's like, from what it. do you what do you need me for? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I? I'm valeting your car. Home. Why don't you just tell it to go fuck off? <laughs> Come back after you finish eating. Yeah. Like, order dessert, and that bitch is pulling up. Yeah, it's insane. It's we, we were sitting, the dude that I was with, he was like, he was trying to tell me one of the specs that it had. He was like, damn, I forgot. So he like did like this super futuristic swiping on the screen. <laughs> pulled up, he, he pulled up Google and Googled specs of P100D <laughs> Tesla. In the Tesla. Yeah. And, um, I was like, this is the most nuts Dude, thing I've ever seen. they can send you updates to your car while you're sleeping at night. You walk out the next morning, it's faster. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. No, no. While you're sleeping in the car as it's driving itself <laughs> down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. The only thing that kind of sucks about the, uh, the self-driving thing is like every 30 seconds or something, I've, I can't remember what it is, you have to tap the steering wheel. So it's kind of, kind of pointless because you still have to touch the steering wheel. Yeah, but but it allows cool. you to just, text or whatever you yeah. know you want to do. I'm I sure guess. that'll be gone in like 30 minutes or whatever. That freaking Elon Musk dude, he sells freaking flamethrowers. Tesla's flamethrowers. He owns a space program and he shot a car into space <laughs> for fun. For a yeah, Martian yeah, boy, basically, and I'm... it's playing David Bowie on constant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't panic on the guy. Like, dude, the guy is yeah. legitimately the coolest shit in the world. There's no sound in space. You can't even hear it, but the car's got it playing. Like, imagine <laughs> an alien rolling up on that. Just being like, the fuck? The hell is this guy? <laughs> That's the warning to Earth. Like, listen, they did some crazy shit. I don't know what they're going on. Let's just let them do their thing. Yeah. Guys are out of dude. their minds. Like, yeah. I mean, can, you, can you just travel. imagine it? Like, the aliens would just be, like, knocking on the glass of the little fake spaceman. Like, you lost, man? Like, what the hell? <laughs> what are you doing? You're just sitting there cruising. Blinker gets turned on. I mean, <laughs> dude. I, yeah, I definitely crazy. respect the way that he is blowing that money. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because you go back and look at his interviews of, like, how the dude literally came from just about nothing. And, you know, in the early Tesla days, um, they, they, they had it on Top Gear, right? The British Top Gear. So, uh, you know, they did <clears throat> a whole take on it driving around the track. And in the show, it broke down. So, and they were they were talking about how um, electric cars, like you know, basically weren't shit because it like broke down or whatever. But then yeah. Elon Musk said recently in an interview how that was staged and it didn't actually break down, but they made it see? look that way. And dude started crying. He was like, "These are my idols," and they trash you know because <laughs> Top Gear, especially back in the early two thousands, is like the yeah. biggest car show that you could watch. Yeah. You know that was yeah. really when TV yeah. was like super huge hitting. You know, yeah. and if any, anybody who was a car guy watched Top Gear, and then this dude's lifetime of hard work, they fake a you know it breaking down and going from that to like crying in an interview about you know these three dinosaurs that broke his car down or whatever and now he's freaking <laughs> shooting flamethrower spitting Teslas into space hell yeah it's nuts cool so yeah 
So how expensive do we have to get up to in our little what do we get for 15 grand before we can say Tesla? Let's, <laughs> Got a ways to I think, go. Oh. They yeah, just came out with a they came out with a thirty thousand dollar model recently, didn't they? Like a super basic one. I don't care. I think <laughs> that's the one they're having trouble keeping up with the demand because yeah. they basically made it like a thousand dollar down payment and yeah, yeah, they're having but, some problems with production or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, but I have a. It's not going to be hot, you know. I want one of them twin motor badass ones. I have a friend that uh, he worked for a Mazda dealership local to here. He's actually from Germany. He he moved from Germany here and was doing car stuff. And uh, he got a job offer for Tesla. So, like, he sold his house while he was still here, bought an RV, and drove the RV to California to start working for Tesla before he even had a house. Dang. And so he, I was messaging the other day because I just, you know, wanted an update. And he said, like, it's probably the best company he's ever worked for. Yeah. He said, oh, yeah. like, they have their own cafeteria where they feed you lunch every day. Yeah. We're kind of, kind of freaking, you know, he works in like, I think he works on like an assembly line or something. I don't know what he does. But, uh, like, what kind of assembly line, you know, factory job provides you lunch every day? Yeah. You know, I don't know nothing around here in freaking Podunk, Alabama. I don't know nothing around here. Shit. <laughs> Shit. If my old lady ain't stuffing a cheeseburger or some like PBJ in my lunch bag, I'm not eating. Yeah. Nuts. Cool. All right. Well, we've been going for an hour and a half. Holy shit. We got yeah. anything else? I think maybe a forerunner. Yeah, I thought about the forerunner, or I thought about the FJ. Can can you get an FJ for fifteen? I don't know. They might be going back up so. now. I think they kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried. I couldn't find it. Is it what? Is it is the I FJ? Mean, like I've heard the the FJ is a piece. Is it a piece? I mean, it's very capable. It just has the Camry motor, from what I know, and. I mean, I was thinking about an FJ when I first had my 4x4 fever because uh, it's a natural badass progression, right? Like, if you've grown up around imports, yeah. you want a Toyota. And then I was like, yeah. man, dude, like, it doesn't have a straight axle. It top doesn't come down. As a matter of fact, it's kind of a barrel on the inside. You know what I mean? Like, and I was thinking, of, you know, since I have a little girl, I'm like, got that kind of four-door kind of not thing and it's gonna be a pain to get her in there and then she's gonna be in this back of this barrel thing it's like that's just not what I want I want the top to come down I want a straight axle I want a real damn four by four so I got the Jeep and I don't look back at all um, having said that yeah, you can't really go wrong with the Jeep no nah, my wife's got a four a forerunner TRD Pro though and she freaking loves the thing and they're great yeah. cars it's just once you've had a Jeep Everything is yeah. measured against like, but does it have a straight axle? Does the top come down? I don't want it. You know, <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. Every, as a matter of fact, I was gonna put a Jeep on this 15,000, I had a Jeep on our $5,000 list, a Cherokee. I had a TJ Wrangler on our $10,000 list, and I was gonna try and put a JK, maybe a two-door, whatever you could get for 15 yeah, yeah. grand. And the reason I didn't is because that's not a good move. Like if I was gonna tell somebody to get a, a JK, uh, I would strongly encourage them, even if it was just the two-door especially, to go get a new one. 
because they hold their value so well. The JLs are out now, but you can still get JKs, so you could get a deal. You could get tremendous financing, you know, and get a brand new one that you could have forever, and they hold their value like freaking crazy. Why would you go get one with a 3.8 that's a lesser motor and try and save, you know, 10 grand? It's not worth it. It's gonna end up costing, you know, I mean, the financing would be worth it to just buy a new one. But anyway, so yeah, uh, FJs, they look dope. And if that's your style, then hell yeah, you know? The three front windshield wipers. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're, they're cool. They look like little off-roaders for sure. But I want a top to come down. Yeah. Willie's words. <laughs> but yeah, I have a convertible problem, so. Yeah, yeah. He de- Willie has a convertible problem. Hi, my name is Wooly, and I like convertibles. You gonna take the doors off a damn FJ? Come on. No, you're not. You're hey, not. I saw. I was. Okay, so I was just in Panama City. Yeah. I was just in Panama City, and I was driving down the road, and there was a dude with a Ford Bronco that had unbolted the top off of it and taken the doors off of it. Now see that. And it was. Behind. I no. I. It was horrifying. Oh, yeah. I'm about it. I, I was have you not seen Desperado? It. Have you seen Desperado? Yeah, That's I right. have. It's funny how yeah, me and you are like, dude. yeah, this guy. First Hell of all, yeah. Panama City, so he's already awesome. Second of all, he's got a Bronco. <laughs> and he took the top off, and you know he turned it upside down and made a flower pot out of it. And then he took the damn doors off. And yeah. you could totally tell that he lived there because there was sand all in it, had no interior. Like whatsoever, yeah. he was basically sitting on just the seat rails. There was no cushion in the seat. It was bulldogging. The freaking uh, ball joints and everything were gone. Uh, it was first it was rough. investment on that is the flagpole. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I bet money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the it. first person I had tried to race me in my focus after I bought it was a uh, single cab like. Uh, 90s model Silverado that was lifted like 15 inches and had like a custom welded come out of the trailer hitch that went the width of the bed that said Trump train <laughs> with straight straight open headers the most pops and crackles I've ever heard out of any engine ever and he was right beside me just wah letting off pop 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 pop. I was like dude I'm not I'm not messing with you oh man he is letting freedom ring yes I'm telling Trump train is about the height of the tailgate and the width of the bed. There's no way it was legal, but he was rocking it. I swear like, I've seen that same guy in Loganville. <laughs> I don't think that truck Probably. would have made it to Loganville. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Alright, well. It's my bedtime. Yeah, good job, guys. Yeah. Alright. Good stuff, gentlemen. Alright. See ya.